1: it is the jesse kelly show let's have some fun and yeah it is going to be a night where we have to pack a lot in in only three hours here's what you can expect for the night I know we were gone yesterday, President's Day and all that, but I'm not going to deprive you of Medal of Honor Monday, even even though it's Tuesday. That's coming up an hour from now. We have Boris Rifkin once again. I know you're thrilled about that, doing the continuing communism Soviet Union history portion. That's an hour and a half from now. I have LGBTQ rights and religious liberty. The Supreme court's about to hear something. And I'm going to tell you on why gays should be able to be kept out of a restaurant. Oh, I told you that's going to be spicy. Look by the law. We're doing precedent here by the law unvaccinated, We're allowed to be kept out. If we're discriminating, let's discriminate. So we'll get to that. I'm sure that'll be fun in about 20, 30 minutes. New York has New York has a new bill banning grocery apps, which is going to tie right into our story tonight. But we have so much going on. Let's just get the big thing out of the way first. Do you remember this part from 2019?
2: Because Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over.
1: Maybe not (laughs) kind of went the other way on that one. So let's let's talk about this. And and I need to clarify something about the whole Russia, Ukraine thing before we go on. And it is important you understand this because, hey, maybe this isn't going to be for you. That's fine. It's not, not everything's for everybody. But going forward, Russia, Ukraine, it's going to be something I talk about. It is not going to dominate this show. Why? Life's a matter of priorities. My priorities right now are I'm very, very, very concerned about the Western governments weaponizing themselves against their own people. I am worried about Macron in France declaring unvaccinated people non-citizens. I'm worried about Joe Biden in America still with political prisoners in a D.C. gulag. I'm worried about the FBI, DOJ, CIA, NSA, IRS becoming full weaponized arms of the Democratic Party with their sights aimed at Republicans. I am very, very, very concerned about our friendly neighbors to the north becoming a full-blown communist country.
2: The Emergencies Act is not something to undertake lightly. And it's something that needs to be momentary, temporary, and proportional. Even though uh, the blockades are lifted, uh, across-border uh, openings right now. Uh, even though uh, things seem to be resolving very well in Ottawa, this state of emergency is not over.
1: Everything's working out fine. Don't get me wrong; the blockades are gone. But oh no, 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 no! We're not we're not stopping the state of emergency. Now, what's that have to do with Russia, Ukraine? Well, okay, a corrupt country in Russia is invading another corrupt country in Ukraine. In prayers for every innocent person involved, but I'm sorry. We've got bigger fish to fry here. I'm more interested in the Federal Bureau of Investigation lying on a FISA warrant application to spy on the political opponent of the president. I think we have bigger fish to fry at home. Yes, we're going to address Russia, Ukraine extensively on the show as things escalate. We're always going to address whatever the big news of the day is. No, that's never going to dominate this show ever. Now, that being said, let's get right into it when it comes to Russia, Ukraine, and so, and so many other things. Let's, let's pause for a moment, though. Because we're going to do a little side story, as we often do. Take the whole Russia, Ukraine, Putin's invading, we look pathetic thing. Take that, put that in your back pocket. Why is America's foreign policy always embarrassing? For pretty much my entire adult life, and this is not necessarily arguable, I would say, America's foreign policy, under Republicans and Democrats, has been embarrassing. Terrible. Inexcusably bad disaster after disaster after resi- after disaster either we're getting mired in a 20 year long conflict in afghanistan with no mission or we're actually sending weapons to isis in syria i mean I, look do i ha- i don't need to go down the list i don't need you banging your head against the steering wheel as you drive home let's just all agree our foreign policy sucks it's awful but why Let me ask you something, and I will fully admit here, this is going to be difficult for many of you to hear. Many are going to love to hear it. Many are going to find this very difficult to hear. You ready for this? There's a big meeting in a boardroom, right? You have it pictured in your head. Just picture some fancy corporate boardroom. Maybe they have bagels on the table for Chris, but the fancy corporate boardroom, and you got a bunch of suits in there. You got two companies. You got company A, you got company B. And what's happening? These companies have decided they're going to merge and become one super company. Yeah, this stuff happens all the time. It's fine, whatever. And they need, they need a man to lead this new super company. They, all these suits have to get together in the meeting, and they have to pick a leader. And they have it narrowed down to two different people. Candidate A, and this may be you. Candidate A, man alive. He has done all the research. He is a huge facts and dates guy. He knows everything everything when he gets in there and he's making his proposal in front of all these suits Uh, i know the profits exactly from the third quarter in 2008 and uh, in 2009 of september that year we sent the email here but there was a dip he is mr facts he knows it all he's done the research he knows the details down to the nitty-gritty that's candidate a candidate b Mm -hmm. not that good at the facts Knows a couple things, whatever popped into his head. Clearly didn't do that much research. But Candidate B, maybe this is you, maybe it isn't you. Candidate B, man, is he a charmer. He walks into that board room full of men in suits, women in the business suit thingies and flats or whatever women wear today. And he instantly is glad handing everybody in the room. Charlie, man, how's your kid doing at Yale? Oh, gosh, I saw the game last week. So good. Sandra, hey, love, love what you've done with your hair. Man, I love that look. Do you? Could you tell me who your stylist is? I've been trying to get my wife to uh, a new one. I'm so impressed by You know the guy I'm talking about. Maybe you are that guy. Maybe you are that guy. Maybe you're guy A. I I know the details and the stock options. Maybe you're guy A. So it doesn't matter which one you are. That wasn't meant to be insulting to either of them. I do believe you're kind of how God made you when it comes to that stuff. But there is a fact. And as someone who has been in various parts of the business world, from dishwashing to construction to these fancy meetings I have to go to now to everything in between, There is an absolute fact out there. Do you know who gets the job more often than not? It's not candidate A. It's not data and facts guy. It's not I know about the quarter. I have 10 accounting degrees. You know who gets the top job? People guy. Love the hair, Sandra. Hey, Chris, great to hear about your son. Where'd you get them shoes? People guy, people guy wins out. Now why? That was not a lesson about good or bad. None of that's any news to you. You've either had that benefit you in your life or maybe you' maybe it's grinding your gears. Maybe you're screaming at the radio right now. Jesse, that sucks. I'm data guy. set all that aside. That's not, that's not what it's about. What it's about is this. We think about gigantic world events however big they get whether it's Russia Ukraine Canada New York City or the, the Kansas wherever we think about gigantic events that seem so much bigger than us and because they seem bigger than us what are they they're just numbers and dates and borders right it's just it's way beyond us so surely surely that's what it's about at that level but no the truth is this the world not just the business world the world, it's a people world. It's about people. It's always about people in the end. What do they want? What do they don't want? What do they love? What do they hate? Why do they do what they do? Why do they think the way they think? Where, where, where can I find something that hurts that person uniquely? Where can I find something that helps that person uniquely? Timing. People. People. The world runs on people. Now what does any of this have to do with anything? Russia's invading, it's Canada's communists, it's World War Three. What what Jesse, what are you talking about? I'll tell you in just a sec. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to the Jesse Kelly show. The Jesse Kelly show on a kind of a Monday, even though it's a Tuesday. That means we got Medal of Honor Monday coming in 45 minutes from now. Boris Rifkin continuing with his Soviet Union History of Communism series. That's about an hour, 15 minutes from now. The New York City bill that would ban grocery apps from advertising. What? Why would I bring that up? Seems so small for everything going on right now. I'm going to tell you why it's not small, and why it's very much appropriate for what's going on. But back to what I was talking about earlier. It's a people world. In case you missed the opening, it's just a people world. Why is America's foreign policy consistently so embarrassing?
2: One of the reasons I am running is because of my age and my experience. With it comes wisdom. We need someone to take office this time around who on day one can stand on the world stage, command the respect of world leaders from Putin to our allies, and know exactly what has to be done to get this country back on track. Okay, so why didn't it happen?
1: Remember what we were just talking about. It's a people world. Why, well, why didn't
2: it happen? Yesterday, the world heard clearly the full extent of Vladimir Putin's twisted rewrite of history, going back more than a century, as he waxed eloquently, noting that well, I'm not going to go into it, but nothing in Putin's lengthy remarks
1: indicate any. Yeah, he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. What does this, Jesse? What does this have to do with Russia,
2: Ukraine? Just listen to one more, and then I'll go into it. Listen. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries? On territory that belonged to his neighbors. This is a flagrant violation of international law and demands a firm response from the international.
1: Why? Well, remember what I said to you back in gosh, I said that back in August, I think it was. Remember what I said to you back in August? I brought up several times post Afghanistan when Joe Biden sounded like a disaster on the world stage. I said This is so much bigger than Afghanistan. It's a people world. It's not a dollars and cents borders and dates and historical facts world. It's a people world. When the president of the United States of America gets 13 warriors slaughtered in Afghanistan after a disastrous amateurish pathetic withdrawal and he gets up in front of the microphone to speak the world is watching. Not just you sneering, rolling your eyes. Xi Jinping of China, he is watching. Vladimir Putin of Russia, he is watching. And he's not watching the way you watch or the way I watch. He is watching and he is assessing what he's dealing with here. He's sitting there Fairly powerful military, I'd sure like this country, I'd sure like that country, what's stopping me? Well, it ain't France, it ain't the UK, what's to stop me? And he's thinking, should I do it, should I not do it? He's weighing the pros and cons, he knows all these sanctions are coming. He understands that he's making a people assessment trying to figure out what he's dealing with. And when the president, in the wake of an international embarrassment, gets up behind the microphone and speaks like this, other evil leaders are making calculations.
2: May God bless you all and may God protect the troops and all those standing watch for America. We have so much... do it's within our capacity to do it. We just have to remain steadfast. Steadfast. We will complete our mission and we will continue, after our troops have withdrawn, to find means by which we can find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We'll
1: f- okay, all right. Look, there's, there's more. I think that's quite enough. You listened to that. We played it on this show. I listened to that and we laughed. Ah, ha ha! Stupid Joe. We played a fart sound. Ah, <coughs> oh, it's so funny. But we also acknowledged right then and there. Um, evil men are watching that as well, and they're making decisions, possibly world-changing. Possibly life-altering decisions are being made when the president of the United States of America sounds like he's half dead and half asleep. Vladimir Putin understands what we're dealing with, what he's dealing with, I should say. Well, it's people like this.
0: I mean, listen, guys, we're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security.
1: Oh, gosh. All right. Why do we get our foreign policy so wrong? I mentioned it's about people. One, they're assessing our current people and our current people are either half dead or idiots. That would be Joe Biden or Dome. That's one. Two. Let's make sure we're real clear about this. The left in this country, they consistently, I don't even want to say underestimate these evil foreign leaders, but placate them, open up the gates to them for a reason. There's a reason the left seems to extend a hand to our enemies every time they take over. They agree with them. Maybe not necessarily on Russia's goals or something like that, They extend a hand to our enemies because they agree with our enemies about America. When when Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping or Iran, any one of these countries, America's an evil place. America doesn't have a right to speak. America has no moral high ground. America's communists listen to that and they think, oh, that's kind of true. Actually, we do suck. Actually, I, I agree, Vladimir. We do suck. So that's another part of it. And another part of it is this, back to the people thing. These people have never spent a day washing dishes, working construction. These people have never spent a day driving a truck across the country. The people who set America's foreign policy and have set it for decades have no connection to the real world. And if you don't have any connection to the real world, unless you've waited tables, unless you've done the various things you do, unless you have a connection to the real world, you don't know people. We're always failing on foreign policy because we have a bunch of over-educated college nerds who have never dealt with people. I'm not done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe.
3: Mexico will likely have its first female
0: president.
1: And then you have China. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. It's all about people. And that's why America fails at foreign policy. It's all about people. Everything is about people. Legislation, politics, it's all about people. New York today. New York City Bill would ban grocery apps from advertising 15-minute delivery times. Wait, what? 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 Why would you come up with a piece of legislation nobody's interested in Uh, people in New York are concerned about the same thing they're interested in in uh, Baltimore LA Philadelphia Miami Houston name your big city across America right now people are very concerned about the fact we have a bunch of violent animals who can't seem to stay locked up instead they go around murdering other people that's what they're interested in right now the politicians get up get up and start talking about grocery apps and delivery times How could they be so out of touch? Well, look, I don't know. Does this human being sound like she's in touch? The purpose of the
0: sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. But let's also recognize the unique nature of the sanctions that we have outlined. These are some of the greatest sanctions, if not the the, the strongest, that we've ever issued. Do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolutely. We strongly believe. And and remember also that the sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. We still sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path
1: out of this moment. Uh, What did any of that gobbledygook mean? What What did any of that mean? And I'll tell you where we're going. The reason I bring all this stuff up, the, the grocery apps, the people stuff, the reason I bring all this up is I see very clearly where we're going right now. And it's going to be absolutely maddening for you to watch and me to watch. But Chris, go ahead and write this one down because this is one of these ones we're going to play back over and over and over again because I'm going to turn out to be right. You want to know where we're going for real? The Biden administration? Just going to clue you in on this. The Biden administration is ecstatic about what's going on in Europe. Ecstatic about it. They couldn't possibly be happier. Why? What, what is that? Why? Well, I want you to listen very closely here. And I want you to listen to this from the, the communist disgusting mind. Okay? You must listen to this not like the person you are. You have to listen to this like a godless evil, savage who only wants to destroy while gaining more money and power. I want you to listen very, very closely and tell me what you hear.
0: As the president talked about in his speech, um, we are aware that, again, when America stands for her principles and all of the things that we hold dear, um, it requires sometimes for, for us to put ourselves out there in a way that maybe we will incur some cost. And in this situation um that may relate to energy costs for example but we are taking very specific and appropriate i believe steps.
1: did you hear it you heard it didn't you chris oh you should see the look on chris's face chris heard it i hope you heard it too especially if that idiot chris heard it you understand what they're gonna do right we have an administration right now remember the type of people who lead this country All the cultural leaders, no love of country, no connection to the real world and belief they should rule as kings and queens. We have an administration deeply unpopular. We are seeing numbers out there, poll numbers like nothing we've ever seen before as far as the unpopularity of the Democratic Party and the prospects of a complete and total wipe out in the midterms the Biden administration is not worried about you and how you're hurting they're not worried about vaccine mandates they're not worried about inflation they're not worried about gas prices they're not worried about the border they're not worried about a single thing that affects you or that you're worried about they're worried about themselves and gaining and keeping power what does that have to do with what's going on in Europe? Well, if you're the Biden administration, you're a bunch of scumbag communists who have no idea how to reduce costs. You have no idea how to secure the border. And even if you do, you don't want to. That's the last thing in the world you want. What you do need, though, is a scapegoat. You don't, you don't actually care that you're getting slaughtered at the gas pump. Joe Biden, Jen Psaki... Ron Klain, Susan Rice, I mean, you pick them. They don't care about you and your stresses at the gas pump. They don't care that you just had to cut out beef because your family can't afford it anymore. They don't care that you sat down with a budget last month and, man, things are a lot tighter than they were before. That doesn't cross their mind. What does cross their mind is this. Well, we can't have them blaming us for it. The Biden administration is going to want... This this war in Europe, if it becomes that, God forbid, they're going to want it to ramp up and not down because then they'll be able to blame every single thing you're unhappy about on what's going on in Europe. Oh, mad about lumber prices. Oh, those stinking Russians up can't afford the price at the pump. Dang those Russians. Oh, you're mad about this. You're mad about that. Cost of beef. Well, you know, Russia, the sanctions cross over Russia, Russia, Russia. You, you, th- you thought you got tired of hearing about Russia when Donald Trump was president and they were making up lies about him colluding with them. You're gonna, th- That's going to be nothing compared to what's coming over the next year, at least leading up to the midterms. The Biden people are so sick and evil and depraved. They're going to look at that thing popping off in Europe and they're going to say to themselves, oh, nice. This is outstanding. You can blame it all on the Russians. You know I'm right. That's how these people think. Remember, remember that we're dealing with globalists now. Communist globalists now. You do remember that from every level, from the international level, national level, state level, city level, you're dealing with people without an allegiance to the people who they represent. Justin Trudeau is not loyal to the Canadians. Joe Biden isn't loyal to Americans. Gavin Newsom isn't loyal to Californians. Eric Adams isn't loyal to the people of New York City. They don't have these allegiances the way you do. We don't ha- We're not dealing with people who have allegiance to community, country. We're just not dealing with people that way. We're dealing with awful people who hate where they live and want it burnt down. They're loyal to each other, not to you. Why would you have New Yorkers being slaughtered, violence all over the place, and some idiot city councilman named Christopher Marty, he gets up and proposes a bill to ban grocery apps from advertising delivery times? How could anybody be that out of touch? How could that possibly happen? Well, he doesn't care. He doesn't know people, doesn't care about people. Now, let's pause for a second because I have something really important I did bring up. History's back. Didn't I promise you? Didn't I promise you once we got in here and got settled, I would start bringing it back whenever possible? We did a Korean War history podcast. Chris dropped it yesterday. You don't have to do anything special. Wherever the podcast can be found, it's on the same feed right now. We're eventually going to come up with a separate feed, but it's on the same feed right now, and you don't have to go hunting for it. It'll be the most recent one, probably, and it's called Korean War. If you can't figure that out, you don't deserve it. <laughs> so that's that's we have a Korean War podcast. Remember, we have Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 15 minutes from now. We have, we have Boris Rifkin tonight, but... I have good news, and I have bad news I need to share with you. The good news is this. Remember that gigantic thing of cheese balls we had ordered for the studio? It got here today. So let's just say we're living high on the hog over here right now. That's the good news. The bad news? You're going to have to wait on that in just a second. I will tell you what the bad news is. But first, Eden Pure. Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Don't stop sending me your emails about how much you love them, by the way. I love that. I love when I talk to you about something and I tell you to go buy something and you go buy it and you're happy. I love it. This thing, you don't think you have odors in your home. It's understandable. Why would you have odors in your home? You're a clean person. You clean dust. But you do. Yourself, you put out odors. Your food, your dog, your baby. Maybe you're burning heaters in there. You're putting out odors. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm takes the odors out of the air. This thing cleans your air so well, it took away my allergies. I own three of them for a reason. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the discount code JESSE3 and you'll save $200 on a three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com. The code is Jesse and the number three. Jesse and the number three. EdenPureDeals.com. Go get your three-pack today.
3: You're listening to The Oracle. You're
1: going to love this one. It's a scream, baby.
3: The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: You missed two classes at No Home. This person slashed, this person killed, this person shot. New York City Councilman steps up and he's interested in grocery apps. That's because the people who lead this country are all sick, depraved losers. They don't care what you're going through at all. It never even occurs to them to care what you're going through at all. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we are going to do Medal of Honor Tuesday instead of Monday coming up about 10 minutes from now. Now, I said we have bad news. I want you to listen to somebody. His name is Majid Nawas, and I probably screwed that up. He went on Joe Rogan's show. And how often have we been talking about the World Economic Forum, about how all of our leaders from city, state, federal, they're all becoming part of this World Economic Forum thing, the whole globalist thing. Now, what does that mean? It sounds so crazy, right? Globalist, globalism, what? Just think of it like communism because that's what it is. Remember, communism was supposed to be for the whole world. The World Economic Forum has a new vision of the whole world. They've brought in all these millionaires and billionaires. They brought in all these political leaders. And their loyalty is only to each other and the cause. They're not loyal to their own nations. I want you to listen to something. Pay attention.
3: Direct uh, quote, though, on his uh, – you'll see it. Our teams are now embedded in governments around the world. That's actually what they wrote. Yes. And the video is two minutes. I didn't play all of it. It's what he says. But what he's saying there sounds reasonable. Yeah. Figuring out on, on strategic ways to end the lockdown is. easily. No, but that makes sense? Not the end of lockdown. No, no. no, well, no didn't no. he say that? Yeah. Keep in mind, Tony Blair is the one who's been advocating for vaccine passports, digital identification through COVID, and all of these measures. But didn't they say that about ending the lockdowns and keeping businesses? Once those measures are in place. Right, So he's even in the UK, his stance has been, yeah, we're going to get out of all it, but you have to have digital ID mm. and you have to have... So, so during and the war- this is going to introduce the, t- the, the social s- credit score system. Right. So the, what, all of that came from your question, which is, regardless of intention, how do, people, how do people do that infiltration from within? It's not just Twitter. So back to the psychological operations. It's also embedding people in government who are subscribed to this agenda. Yeah, and the agenda of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum is the same as the agenda of Tony Blair in this regard They call it on their own website. They call it the great reset. That's what they say themselves Yeah, that's a bizarre thing to do to openly Why do you think they openly discuss it that way and openly because the great reset has always been this gigantic conspiracy theory? And 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 in 2017 at Harvard he's saying we're gonna basically all of these world leaders will penetrate their cabinets with our young global leaders He's open He's, He's open Blair's open. During the Iraq war, Blair tried to bring in ID cards in Britain. He failed. Now he's back. And he's trying to bring in
1: digital ID during COVID. Okay, you get the idea. It doesn't get better from there. Now, I want want you to listen to one other thing, because I'm going to read this email from this guy, upstate New York. It's heartbreaking. I'm going to read this email from him. But I want you to listen to one other thing. Remember, we were just talking about the globalists. It's not just politicians, it's billionaires. I want you to listen to somebody... Perhaps you've heard of him. His name is Bill Gates. I know a topic that you've spoken on again and again. You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you assess where we are today in beating COVID-19?
4: Well, the, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the variant called Omicron, uh, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, surveys in African countries, you get well over 80% of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to various variants. And so, you know, what that does is it means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and, uh, having obesity or diabetes, those risks are now dramatically reduced because of that uh, infection exposure.
1: Did you hear what he just said? I I want you to make sure you focused on the key word there. I'm going to play this one more time for you before I get to this email from upstate New York. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on everything he says after the word sadly. At one point in time, he's going to say sadly. He's going to say it pretty early. Listen to when Bill Gates says sadly. Listen to what he's sad about. I know a topic that you've spoken on again and again. You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you assess where we are today in beating COVID-19?
4: Well, the... uh, You know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the variant called Omicron, uh, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, surveys in African countries, you get well over 80% of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to, various variants and so you know what that does is it means the chance of severe disease which is mainly associated with being elderly and uh having obesity or diabetes those risks are now dramatically reduced
1: I'm sorry he's sad that the virus got out there so much the risk of disease is severely reduced Those aren't my words. That's what he's sad about. Look, sadly, we we didn't get the vaccine out there enough. Enough people got sick, and now the risk of disease is so severely reduced, they're not taking the vaccine. Listen to this from upstate New York. Jesse, I hate you. I can't get the Frito Bandito song out of my head. In all seriousness, love the show. Love your wit and humor. So many so-called conservatives lack a backbone and are unwilling to fight the communists at their own game. Me and my family have had a pretty rough year. I live in beautiful upstate New York, but unfortunately we were ruled by communists to the south. I recently lost my job of 28 plus years as a critical care nurse for refusing to bend the knee and take the jab. I've been ridiculed, harassed, and threatened, but what has been worse is the silence from so-called friends and colleagues with whom I've worked for decades. I realize people are afraid and most just succumb to the pressure. Perhaps I should sell everything and get a big rig, at least those guys stand up for one another. It's a disgrace what has happened in our healthcare system and I can't for the life of me understand why there is not a bigger outcry. I know you'll say move to a free state, but unfortunately we are bound by family and we truly love where we live. We are off the grid on 215 acres. I feel I'm coming to my wits end and I'm unsure what more if anything we can do. I appreciate you taking the time to read this. Thank you for your service and all you currently do. God bless and yes, you can use my name. His name is Brian. And it was all done on purpose. I told you I had some bad news. Now, obviously you understand what's happening out there money-wise as well. You understand what this whole Ukraine-Russia thing might do to the world economy. Dollar wasn't doing too great before the Russian troops decided to step over the line, was it? Now is a time to take steps. I'll tell you, this weekend, I bought a couple new trauma kits that I want to get better at. That's just one of the steps I feel I need to make of getting more prepared. Getting some gold from Oxford Gold Group is part of that step. Making sure no matter what happens, you have hard value. Oxford Gold Group delivers gold, real gold, to your front door. Just call 833-995-GOLD and tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD, get gold to your front door. Just tell him Jesse told you to call.